it's funny. It feels like a weird trick, right? Because you go like, how grateful am I in this moment? And when you think about it, I almost become more grateful. Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Quiver Show. This is our audio journal about family, life, business, and the search for our best selves. We hope you enjoy. Oh, is it time for a quiver? (laughs) Good morning. Good morning, Ash. (sighs) How are you doing today? I'm doing all right. A little little under the weather, but uh, literally a few feet of snow outside. But yeah, feeling better than the last couple of days for sure. Good. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. I mean, same. This is the part of winter where it feels like we haven't seen the sun in a hot second and feels like we all have sort of chronic colds or we just take turns giving each other the same cold. Right. But yeah, I'm good. I've got my kids this week. Wife is out of town. All so right. So playing dad. And... Did she leave this morning? She did, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, Just that, sort of putting the pieces together. Yeah, that same like three, whatever. She left at like 3.50 to get to the airport. Wow, yep. Yeah. Cool. So, couple of days with the kids. Couple of days with the kids, hanging out, trying to hold it down. I love that. Yeah. It's good fun. Yeah. All right. Your wife is going out to visit my fiance. In Montana. Yep. Do a little bit of on the ground wedding prep. Yeah, they're getting some things set for the big day. Yeah. Exciting. That's exciting. Are you getting ready? Are you excited to get married? I'm super excited. Yeah, I think it seems to be all sort of falling into place one way or another. Yeah. And yeah, pretty pretty excited about it. A lot of planning. There's a lot of planning. Yeah. Um, Heather's pretty great at that kind of thing. So I think that she's really thriving and in piecing it all together and she's got some good ideas and we find a good good middle ground I think of the ultimate thing that we we want and then practically making it happen and finding something we feel pretty great about so yeah nice I love it yeah well should we tuck into it what are we doing this week what are we doing this week yeah I feel like yeah there's a few things on our sort of like goals board there or our weekly rocks or monthly rocks there i feel like they're all sort of chugging along yeah i think that we've been doing some talking about this year this is sort of quiver's third full year yeah hard to tell hard to tell covid years feel like they count differently yeah but just i feel like we've been sort of going through phases of how we look at quiver and the business and our work life and there's stages of of trying to grow and pushing really hard in and trying to find which direction to even push. Yeah. And lots of problem solving and stuff. And then I feel like we we've spent maybe the last sort of six months backing off on on pushing so hard on on certain areas and sort of I feel like I've been stream trying to trying to streamline and condense and make things more efficient and simpler. And maybe a little bit more focus, yeah, in a way, yeah, I think one of the things that's that we're trying to get used to and feels like we're doing better this year than we have in the past is you know most of what we sell is ready to drink cold beverages in yeah. a can, and with like a foot of snow on the ground outside, 
it's not a great time to sell cold drinks. And I feel like sometimes in the winter, we've just had our foot like so hard on the gas all winter. And it's really, it can get demoralizing, like trying to get out on the road and really push sales and make sales calls in January. It's just like everybody's so blown from the holidays and also it's cold. I feel like that's been, it just feels much better this year, like being a little more patient and just a little bit more aware of like the time in our, in our yearly cycle, like feels like we're just being a little more honest with ourselves. Yeah. And it's winter and yeah, it's been nice. We're getting lots of projects done, starting to gear up for the spring. Yeah. Like I think you'd said the other day, the hotter we try and sell cold brew or make things happen doesn't actually make much of a difference. And it's, <laughs> it feels a lot better being okay with where, where we're at in winter and the sort of the volume of sales and being able to yeah, lean into some of the other projects that help the customers that we do have, the recurring customers, or like work on projects that build the brand or the goodwill or transparency into what we do like the podcast or totally it feels it feels good and it's i think that we've got to a really good place where we're where we've set up a really good foundation mm-hmm. and i think that i'm excited for the spring and summer because we know that it is it does get busier yeah and yeah yeah i mean it can be so it takes so much energy to go out and get new customers right and it's like it can be so feels like you and I both, yeah, we can just, we can wear ourselves out trying to go get new customers. And sometimes then we forget to just sit back and enjoy taking care of the customers we do have. You know, the people that are subscribers and stick with us through the winter and, you know, are just still crushing nitro decaf all winter long or coffee on the way to the gym, you know, that's so cool. Those are our, you know, our year round subscribers like value the product so much and are so pumped. Right. And it's great. It's great to just realize that we do have customers like that and we're here to support them. And yeah. And this has been such a nice time to think about like what else we can do to, to delight them, to take care of them, to roll out new products or partnerships for them. And yeah, I don't know. Right. I know we were, we were sort of brainstorming on that the other day because we, we handwrite a little thank you card for each order, and I sort of feel like I get to know our recurring customers. Yeah, um, because over the course of the last three years, there's there's a number of people that every two weeks or every month get their box from us, and it is I'm so flattered, and it's still like still surprising to me that like I'm writing a note to. To whoever again, I'm just like, oh wow, like it's been three years that every <laughs> month I've been writing a little letter. And then so we sort of like, yeah, how how else can we, like you said, delight them or provide for them? Or maybe we don't have like that's just the fact that we are consistently producing something that they that they want and that brings value to them is cool. Yeah. And I think that we are realizing some of our limitations in bandwidth or capacity. And starting to look at some more like strategic partnerships, or how can we how can we align ourselves with other people that are doing some really compelling and interesting things? Mm-hmm. And would our customers 
like a something that we could do with them. Like we did the the hot steeped coffee product. Yeah. And it's like we we'd had an idea to to do a hot coffee product for a little while, but like we have limited capabilities. So we were able to partner with some people that were had a technology and had the facilities to be able to bring that to life with us. Yeah. I feel like I mean so much of what we started Quiver to do was about, right, how do we make like a, a high quality beverage experience easier and faster. And, you know, so that started with like the ready to drink cans of stuff, which, which makes a lot of sense. And then, you know, we were looking at how do we do hot coffee, right? And the steep, yeah. steep packs were perfect for that. And, you know, I think that just keep continuing to carry that idea through of like how do we how do we save our customers time how do we save ourselves time and how do we how do we look for and develop products that we feel like you know they're things we want every day and they're things we use every day but we just want to bring the quality level up in the ingredients and and make it a little more convenient and yeah the steep packs were perfect for that you can't wait to see what we do this year right we mentioned that the other day. It's sort of, this is the time for us to sort of think about what, what else do we want to bring into the world, and I'm excited to see what we do next as well. Yeah, I think we got some cool partnerships potentially in the hopper and some neat products that are on deck. Cool. Fun. How have you been sleeping? Oh, pretty good. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think uh, it's a practice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I've been I've been definitely implementing a few things that have been helping me a little bit. And we've been experimenting with like the the light pollution or trying to reduce the the lights in the evening. Yeah, heading towards sleep. Like we've had the no technology in the bedroom for a couple of years now, which is super super helpful. I I feel, but even still, like not going from like really bright bathroom and kitchen lights and then laying down and being like, okay, time for sleep. Like, how do we lower all the lights, wearing yeah. some blue light glasses, and really just like extending that wind down time to like a couple of hours before we try and go to bed. Yeah. Has been really, really helpful. Nice. Yeah. Are you sleeping at all? Mm, sometimes. I don't sleep well generally when my wife is away. I'm partly because I have like one ear open for the kids and yeah, I just don't sleep as well. Mm. But yeah, I, I'm sleeping reasonably well. I find, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to go to bed earlier and earlier. I'm waking up earlier and earlier. Sometimes that's four, sometimes it's five. Yeah, it's, a, it's sleep is a practice. Yeah. I was like reading some stuff about people's natural circadian rhythms and where they land like yeah. there's there's people that are naturally programmed like to go to sleep a little earlier. They get the early watch for the tribe. They wake up super super early. Yeah. The majority of people sort of in that middle zone and then there's the night owls who they take the last watch and it's like they don't go to sleep till 1 2 a.m. but naturally waking up later in the day. Right. Do you get a sense of where you sort of land on that naturally? You know, I don't cuz I've done I've done all the different rhythms, you know, from coffee shop where we wake up pretty early to bake when we owned the bakery, I woke up even earlier. We had a shift that started at 3 a.m. 
So that was super early, but I've also been a bartender for 20 plus years. And so, you know, I've had a lot of periods in my life where I went to bed at three, four, five, six a.m. I don't think that my sleep schedule fits neatly into like a 24-hour day or even a week because I notice that I like to get like, I cluster sleep. I get like a couple of big nights in a row. But if I get like on my whoop, on my whoop band, if I get three three or four greens in a row, it's really hard for me to get that fifth one. Mm-hmm. If I sleep eight hours a night, three nights in a row, then that fourth night I'm I'm going to be up at four and just like wide awake, ready to go. Right. So yeah, it's kind of like three good nights, one bad, three good nights, one bad. A couple of weeks without sleeping really much at all. Sometimes <laughs> I just get caught up in stuff and I don't sleep and then, yeah. But, you know, I'm, I think one of the things that, things that's nice is I, I'm struggling less against sleep. So like, I'm not, I'm trying to just let go of the fight because sleep can sometimes feel like a really, yeah, just like, I'm so tired. I got to get to bed. I got, and then you're laying in bed and you're like, I got to fall asleep. I got, and you know, that's the hardest thing when you should be sleeping, but you're not sleeping. Mm -hmm. And I feel like just letting go of that and just, the only thing worse than not sleeping is not sleeping and being stressed about not sleeping. So trying to just let go of that, go to sleep when I'm tired. If I wake up in the night and then it seems like I'm not going to go back to sleep, I get up, I start doing stuff. I journal, I make a fire, I hang out. Yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty good. What's next on uh, our list up there? You working out at all? Not much. (laughs) Not much. (laughs) Yeah, that's definitely something that I'm trying to find my my rhythm with again and like what what I'm into. I think that having the CrossFit class for so many years that like just trying to shoot for that four o'clock or that five thirty class was was awesome. I mean, we noodle around here in our gym and do some stuff uh, at my home gym, but like I don't know if that's it for me at the moment. So sort of taking a little bit of a break to figure out what that what that next thing is. Right. Izzy at the bar is thinking about starting an indoor soccer rec league. Oh, I love indoor soccer. <laughs> so, I actually like, so they, I started playing uh, like a baseball rec league and I was yeah. like, oh, I really want to play like soccer league. Yeah. All right. So maybe we play soccer. We get into it soccer. does start to feel like that. Like in the winter, it's especially hard because it's cold. Yeah. And so like I never do a proper warm up. And I feel like we're getting in, look, like it's... Right now, we're touching weights three or four times a day, or three or four times a week, rather, which feels like a wild improvement from not doing anything. Yep. You know, but like, you know, squatting once a week or deadlifting once or twice a week. But they're short workouts, right? It's 20 minutes. It's, it's where I think the other day I squatted and pressed and was done in 25 minutes. Right. You've just become more efficient with it. More efficient, but I think I miss that like long, like working up a sweat, working out, be, getting warm, yeah, doing that. So yeah, there's just a, like a different gear. We're, we're just sort of driving around the parking lot. We're not really opening it up on the highway, right? And it's not really the kind of time of year to get out and go for a long run. Or I mean, you can. It's beautiful out, but it's yeah. And sauna sort of counts for me. I'm sort of justifying it myself. Like I, I'm pretty religiously saunering four to five days a week. Yeah. 
and tracking my heart rate in there, it gets up to like 160, 170. So like that's a solid 25 minutes of a high heart rate. Totally. Um, I'm kind of shocked at how good a shape I've managed to stay in with like it is, it's almost shocking. no lifting, <laughs> a lot of sauna, like saunaing pretty regularly, you know, trying to be athletic while we work, mm-hmm. flip-flopping around, but pretty clean diet. I don't yeah. know. I feel reasonably good yeah. for this time of year, which is something. That's good. Yeah. What about, uh, I don't know, we were talking about our categories after we did, like, last time we did that, sort of our 2023 goals. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about that. And I think we're hopefully getting our categories better. But we're, we're really trying to identify what this, like, spiritual, mental health, gratitude category, I think it's two categories, but maybe it's one. Yeah. I don't know. Mental health? Yeah, I think part of me wants to say that they're separate, the spiritual practice and and the mental health. But maybe that's just all encompassing and there's a bunch of ways to do that. I think that I'm on a path in search of what my spiritual practice looks like. And so I'm doing a bit of a bit of reading and research around different practices and and I always believe that the habit or the thing that you you ultimately do is the one that you are excited to do. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> like that's, I think a lot of people don't find success or consistency when they're doing things that are right for somebody else and they're trying to copy. So figuring out like, if it was up to me, which it is, like what would I love to do as a spiritual practice and mm-hmm. dive into every day? And then within that, what does that look like? Am I pondering on koans am i just sitting is it breath work and i think i'm just sort of playing around with all of those things to find which one can be my like consistent start and then build on that yeah i love it i mean it's a hard thing to figure out right like it does seem like when i take stock and i just think about like if i go like how grateful do i feel today Mm -hmm. like today i feel pretty grateful like and it's funny, I've just been thinking about that as we've been talking about the categories and stuff and just like the, hey, on a scale from one to 10, like how grateful am I right now in this moment? Mm-hmm. It's a weird, I don't know. It's funny, it feels like a weird trick, right? Because you go like, how grateful am I in this moment? And when you think about it, I almost become more grateful. Like right. if I start, if I'm like, ah, I think I feel like I'm about at like seven, then I like close my eyes and take a deep breath and I'm like, how grateful am I really? Then it like jumps to an eight. Right. As soon as I... Every f- time you ask yourself that question, it almost brings you back to that yeah. being present and more grateful. So I think that, that you're sort of alluding to what we're trying to do here with our, our check-ins. And this, this might be our spiritual practice. <laughs> like if, if once a week or, or whatever the rhythm is that, that we go through these things and... Right. We ask ourselves and each other, like, how grateful are we? I, I completely agree with that. Like, sitting here in this moment, yeah, like, it's it's really awesome. Yeah, I mean, it just seems like, seems like more and more that's the, that is just such a, like, cheap and dirty hack for happiness or better mental health is, like, just 
take a deep breath and ask yourself how grateful you are <laughs> in yeah. that moment. Yeah. And then see if you could just add one more point of gratitude. <laughs> right. Like, could you feel grateful for one more thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I've been really enjoying that in the last week. What do you think like influences that level of gratitude beyond just asking yourself that question? What influences the yeah, like, like how grateful I'm feeling? Yeah. Cause there's always bad shit going on in our lives and the world, and like it's our relationship yeah. to that. For me, so for me, gratitude is sort of a centering. It centers me and it feels like it brings me closer into greater alignment with myself. So I feel like it helps me to become more present, right? There's like the few things that help bring the present moment into like sharper relief. So gratitude feels like one of those for me, like thinking about your own death or like the death of a loved one is like a, another hack to bring yourself into the moment. So sometimes I'll do that. I'll like sort of daydream about my own death or I'll daydream about like the death of someone close to me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just the thinking about it makes me feel so much more grateful for, for the present moment. So for me, I experience gratitude as like a, like somehow it brings me back into alignment with myself or yeah. Does that make any sense? Yeah, totally. Yeah, and just being more present. You know, the things I usually practice being grateful for are like really simple things like fresh air and clean, cold water and delicious food and being warm, mm-hmm. right? Like we have so many, you don't have to look very far to think about things to be grateful for. Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of... That's that's, that's the conundrum. It's like if you're not looking for them or aware of them, that's when I feel that my gratitude slips. Or it's like when I look back in hindsight and if I like was just operating and not not being conscious about the things I'm grateful for, then I sort of take things for granted or just get caught up in different levels of suck and just be like, oh, like – I was almost like oblivious to gratitude for a period of time. Right. So it's just like, maybe it is just as practicing that. And if it's once a week, that's great. But I think that you, I guess you aspire to the level of like, in each moment, can you be grateful in each moment? Right. Which is hard to do or whatever, but. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think you need to do it all the time. I think just coming back to it you know, a couple times a day. It's also what like combats anxiety or, right? Like mm-hmm. it's, it brings you back into the present moment. It brings you, helps you focus on positive things. I don't know. It's a good hack. Otherwise, I don't have much of a spiritual practice going at the moment. But mental health is pretty good. I mean, surprising considering, you know, that usually I get pretty bad seasonal depression. Like, it's just hard. January, February is hard for me. Mm -hmm. I think I'm doing pretty well considering. You're doing great. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. Cool. What else we got? 
looking down the list of things to check in about. Social life, sex life, money, hobby, impact on the world. Those hmm. are your those are all your categories left. I don't really have any hobbies so much. I was still looking for looking for my hobby as well. You were painting for a while. I was painting for a little while. But we're th- we're through that. I think we're over that. All right. Yeah. Journaling. Yeah, that's more of a that's just daily practice. Daily practice. Sourdough bread making. Yep, baking. Baking. Yeah. All right. So you're looking for a hobby. I think I'm looking for a hobby. Maybe. Right. I don't know. Any suggestions? You could uh, you could leave a comment below if you have a suggestion for Ash's hobby. Do we have a place? Do we have a place for comments? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we have a place for comments. Maybe your hobby could be <laughs> figuring out how to write a blog about show notes. Yeah. Yeah. Hobbies are interesting. I mean, I I started. One of the things that was amazing that I did for myself this winter, speaking of like seasonal depression, is I realized that like grow tents and grow setups are like wildly cheap now because so many people grow weed at home. So I bought like a grow light and a grow tent and I'm not growing weed in it, but I have in my office at my house, like a tent with a grow light set up and I just have like a bed of soil going and I have uh, like I planted I, I seeded it really heavily with buckwheat. And so that all like buckwheat came up and I've got like, I've got a little worm bin there. And so I've got worms eating and yeah. I've Can you been, eat the buckwheat? You could, if you took it all the way to seed, it'll like flower and then make seeds, which you can harvest and eat. But yeah, the the animals like it. It grows super fast. The worms eat the little greens um, it's a really good soil builder, but it's been fun. You know, I'm growing some marigolds and some tomatoes and just really nice to have a little space where things are growing and sprouts are coming up. And that's, that's, that's been cool. a super fun hobby that seems to have helped with the winter, you know, the winter blues a little bit Yeah, is to just like dig in the soil with my fingers a little bit and get dirty. Yeah. That's super cool. Anything you looking forward to coming up? What are we excited about? I'm excited about springtime. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's wild. Like we had a big snow yesterday. It's going to be a beautiful day today. So probably all the snow is going to melt. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited about spring. I think we, we have some exciting things going for Quiver. We have a lot of stuff, you know, happening down at the shop, which is super fun. I think it's going to be a really busy spring and summer yeah and life and everything starts to move so fast once we hit that like april it's just like everything is going so yeah i'm excited for it to like for us to start to get into it and for for spring to take off here a little bit otherwise this week yeah i don't know the next couple weeks while it's still the depths of winter we're getting our little oyster mushroom and lion's mane mushroom tent set up at the warehouse that'll mm-hmm. be super fun yeah yeah we're we're starting to we're starting to grow stuff on coffee grounds which is fun i'll be excited for my wife to come home got a bachelor party at the end of may end of march maybe no end of april april yeah i'm too early to get excited about Just that a little too early to get excited about that but it's in the works yeah what else you what are you excited about just everything. Just the everything seems pretty. Yeah, I'm excited. Just like 
gone through our our little work projects or like bringing things over the finish line. I feel like we've been working on a few things over the winter, so it's going to be fun to like get the patches in. Yeah, do some more sort of branded apparel stuff, um, which is always exciting. I think that part of the exciting part about having the small business that is so seasonal is like getting things all squared away. Like I feel, I don't know, part of me really enjoys like emptying jars out of the fridge and like finishing packets of food. And like, I get that same feeling with work when like we're in this time where we're like, we're cleaning up different areas of the warehouse and we're like making sure that we're all stocked on inventory and all of our like scheduled production runs are lined up and we've got inventory and we've got like some partnerships that are starting to like bear fruit just getting ready for that like spring and summer when it's like oh like orders to start rolling in a little bit more there's more like events that we'll participate in and just like having everything like ready to go and know that it can handle growth right like that's an exciting thing like we've talked about like now with our warehouse here and the way the systems are set up like we're in a position to like grow in a in a pretty cool way and that's really exciting it's like totally i feel like we're getting to a place where we've dotted a lot of i's and crossed some t's and yeah excited to see see what's next yeah me too i think it's gonna be a good one cool all right well uh i think that that that's probably does it for this episode i don't think we need to like string out any of these episodes to no, like i don't think so make make more that's i don't know what the phrase is there but um i'm excited for an interview you're gonna get an interview on the podcast i think so yeah i think line someone up yeah we're we're still we've been figuring out what this show looks like and i think that there is an amount of exciting banter between the two of us but i also think that (laughs) i think that yeah if we can create a framework for a show that we can inject somebody else into it i think that I'm really excited to to interview people or have a conversation basically. Yeah. With totally. some people that are everybody, if you're a if you're a human being, you hopefully have things going on in your life across family and work and business and and all of these other things. So I'm excited to talk to some people about it and see how they're doing it. Cool. Can't right. wait to hear it. Hey, Ash here again. Just wanted to say a special thank you for listening to the show, but also tell you about the Quiver Club. We've created a Patreon for our Quiver community where we offer the largest discount ever on Quiver products, as well as discounts from our favorite partners who support us in our search for our best selves. By joining, you gain access to heaps of discounts, show notes, extra content, and a bunch of other perks. So if you're interested, you could head to patreon.com forward slash quiver and join as an early supporter. This is a discounted rate available for the first 100 listeners. Thanks again and hope to see you there.